Lamento su pérdida. ¿Por qué? No le dispararon en la cabeza. ¿Cierto? No. Entonces no hay nada de qué lamentarse. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Just kidding. I wouldn't start. Where are the subtitles? <laughs> Here we go. I would do just about anything for some pozole. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you alive from the temporary fortified shelter known as the ZAMP Command Center here in beautiful Vermont. My name is Bob Fournier, and joining me as always, my fellow survivors, underground and secure location to the south, it's the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. Howdy, howdy. How are you? I'm not doing too bad. How are you? I don't know what pizzole is. Neither do I, and I didn't look like I wanted to eat any of it. (laughs) It's pizza soup. (laughs) <laughs> I think we tried to make that at Fire and Ice once. Oh, right. I remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. man, I missed that. We should, we should go back to Boston. Speaking of Fire and Ice. It's Canada's own Ryan Murphy. How are you? It's true. Uh, actually, yeah. it's uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired. We'll get more into that later. But uh, I'm more <laughs> sick. What? Why would we get into that later? Oh, it's in the email section. So later oh, okay. is in like after we talk about all this fun stuff. But I did want to lead off the show uh, eh, with a little bit of Sick and Tired, and that's Michonne, Episode 3 by Telltale. <sighs> Last week we played it in the absence of a show, and I yes, we did. somehow convinced Lou to watch me play through it again. And I just got to say... That is probably the worst Telltale game I've ever played. <laughs> like, ooh, just... Li- it, okay, it literally ends, and I'm, this is not a spoiler because it's something we predicted before. It literally ends with the joke that I made on one one of episodes of Zamp where I said, I bet you it ends with Michonne going, and now I must return to my home planet. It literally ends that way. She says, now I must return to my group. And she walks away. Okay, this is going to be a spoiler. So if you oh, okay. have, have any interest in playing the game, don't listen for the next... Bob, mute your 20, mic. 25 ah, seconds. What will that do? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Expletives for yelling at Lou for spoiling it? Yeah, I guess so. I mainly watched with Ryan because I was curious as to what would happen when we got to the end scene and he got to make a choice. And the choice well, is whether or, not, uh, uh, the, whether or not... The, the choice is whether or not Michonne decides to stay in the burning house to die in, in, with the memories of her children or leave. And I chose to leave. Ryan chose to stay. And guess what happened? Nothing. The same thing happens except the different character dies to save you. That's it. Oh, yeah. I chose to kill myself. and uh, It wouldn't like, let you. It wouldn't let me because guess what? Michonne l- continues to exist. It would have been more interesting if Telltale was just like, F the meta. Just... Uh, Michonne dies, and um, you know you can just sort of extrapolate what would happen in the comics if you're a comic book fan. But no, they just like, oh, you were selfish enough, so let's sacrifice another character. How about this one trying to save you? And she just burns alive, and it's horrible. But um, yeah, that's a bad game, and I will be waiting for reviews because we've gotten to this point, Bob, where there's enough great zombie content out there uh, that we don't need to deal with. Um, Bad. bad zombie content and okay. i've made this argument before i want more good zombie content if we keep rewarding the cash-ins uh and i know we're being super negative on this but it is a smaller experience it is 15 dollars. you know it might be I worth don't, the price i don't i don't even think it's worth 15 dollars. i mean it's gonna go on sale uh but i just man it's just disappointing and the technical issues that i've had with uh with with michonne it, it leaves me no sort of anticipation for it, any future Telltale games. It feels games. very rushed. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to what Telltale does next, but I will be waiting for reviews before I even think about buying it because I just I need to make sure that they've fixed that issue. 
And I'm that bums me out because The Walking Dead season three is due out later this year, and I really want to play it for obvious reasons. But I don't know. It's um, don't play that game. It's bad. All right, I won't. Cool. So, what's pozole? Um, uh, it's like a soup, isn't it? It's like a tomato soup. Let me look it up. Oh wait, you look it up. We're I'll ask Siri. Zombie news. The virus has completely devastated around 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Wait. What is, what is serious? What say? is Pozzoli? <laughs> Let's see. Here's what I found on the web for what is Pozzola. Okay. That's not. All right, one more time. Siri, what is. How may I assist you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Serious. This, this is it, though. This is all she has to say is. Uh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is Pizzoli? Okay, check it out. It's a place in Italy. Oh, <laughs> what the all right. fuck? All right. Someone get an Android phone in here. Can I get an Android phone? Come on. Let's talk about uh, Jack Black, shall we? Oh, yeah. Apparently. Uh, why well, would we talk I think... about Jack Black? It, okay, so instead of Dead Island 2, which featured, if you rewind, Bob, to two years ago when we discussed a little E3 trailer that featured the hit track, I can't remember what it's called, but it was a hit track, <laughs> it had a character that sounded an awful lot like a Jack Black ripoff, or maybe even Jack Black, I don't know. And now we're getting this Dead Island Definitive Edition coming with a pack-in called Retro Revenge, and it sounds like that same character from Dead Island 2. It's like ex- it sounds exactly like him, and it looks like it came right out of a Super Nintendo game. That's what yeah. it's supposed to look like, right? I think so. That's what they're going for. But it's it, all about saving your cat from the undead. Yeah, if you play a little bit of the video, you'll get an idea of. Oh, it's an endless runner. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay, I didn't watch the video, so. And uh, it does doesn't look it? like fun. Because <laughs> does this sell it for you, Lou? You gonna finally no. buy it? No, and I'm not going to buy the Definitive Collection anyway. It's for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. I have all these games on my PC. I don't need them for my console. Mm. That's too bad. All right. So so let's take a bet. Is it Jack Black? I think it is Jack Black. I don't think it is. I I don't think that they could afford Jack Black. Do you think they got the guy from um, the Kung Fu Panda Panda TV show to do it, who sounds an awful lot like Jack Black? Mm. Yep. All it right. looks like Jack Black in the video. It's got like a Jack Black-esque yeah. look to him. But the panda from the TV show looks like Jack Black, too. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's not true at all. You were just about to say that's true. I was, let's talk about zombies coming to Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Yeah, as if um, anyone's surprised, right? No, not really. No, I'm surprised they're not charging for it. They well, charged for it in the other games, didn't they? Like Advanced Warfare was like a DLC it, pack? It, it was the first Advanced Warfare was the first time they made you pay for it. Extra. Yeah. Well, I don't think they realized how big it was going to take off when um, what was it? Was it the World War Two one that first started it? World at War. Yeah. World at War. Yeah. I loved that mode. It was so simple and just like a cool little. Oh, the game's still going. What is this? Oh my god, it's zombies. Yeah. Yeah. That, really I think that. that was that was probably the best one. Really, to it was just fun. It was pure, like just zombie survival and then they got really intense about the whole thing and basically made a game within a game <laughs> yeah and uh, now it's i think it's too complex i tried playing the black ops 3 zombie mode and it's just it's too much yeah i love the simplicity of the first mode and i know like oh we gotta add bells and whistles but it's just not the same well this is the first time infinity ward's gonna be making it so we'll see how they do right because advanced warser was sledgehammer so was Treyarch's. Treyarch, yeah. Oh. It's always Treyarch, Infinity Ward. Um, so, all right, so no one's really surprised about that, right? We kind of figured that they'd be coming. Yeah, yeah it's not a surprise. Uh, my thing is, do we think that this is going to sell more people on Infinite Warfare? I think people are already sold on it anyway. People love Call of Duty games. You'd be surprised. I think it's... Re- I think it's uh, the uh, what is it? The video trailer for it on uh, YouTube has the mo- has over like five million dislikes or something. <laughs> mm. 
That's funny. Well, that's Battlefield too, but we will get into that in a separate. We got one more bit of uh, video game news, which is actually really good video game news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yep. Rehumbled, rehumble bundled, humble rebundled. How do you say it? Humble rebundle. So the Capcom humble bundle has re- been rebundled. Turbo HD remix. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get Resident Evil Revelations Two Episode One Penal Colony. Oh wait, yeah, that's like a hit game right there. Yeah, Strider, get, Lost Planet 3. You can get Revelations 1 and Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 6. Yeah, Resident Evil 6 is a $15 unlock. Uh, you can get 40% off the rest of Resident Evil Revelations by purchasing this bundle. I mean, for for the price of admission, that's a pretty solid solid price. 15 for... bucks, and you get actually a lot of fun games. Lost Planet 3. Yeah. Um, plus Resident Evil Revelations 2 Episode 1 Penal Colony. Yeah. Resident Evil Revelations 2 Episode 1 Penal Colony but is really probably though, my favorite. Really? It's worth it just to get Resident Evil 4 if you don't have it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. really. Uh, Resident Evil 4 goes for like 20 bucks on Steam. So yeah. that's, a, that's a deal in itself. Yeah, and, Buy and it, everyone. If you're looking at these for other um, other games that you might not have played, like Bion- Bionic Commando Rearmed. Bionic <laughs> Commando is also really good, but Remember Me is kind of an underrated game that for $10 is totally worth booting up and checking out. No, we already told them it's worth it for Resident Evil 4. Don't change the story now. I'm just trying to let people know who may be listening to this show for some reason. What do we got, five, five days left on this from time of recording? Yeah. Yep. So. All right, so as long as you post it in a timely manner. Everyone oh, listening live. shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. Uh, pick up this Humble Bundle. It's actually really, really good. We'll put a link in our on our website in the show notes. So. You know what's funny is, uh, is we were talking about the Dead Island Definitive Edition. There's actually another Humble Bundle active right now, the Humble Bundle 2 from Deep Silver, which comes with Dead Island Game of the Year Edition, Dead Island Riptide Complete Edition, and also 75% off Dead Island Definitive Collection. Which one is the one I have to pay $10,000 for? <laughs> no, the... <laughs> That's Dying Light Gold Edition or something. Oh, that's what that one was. Yeah. So, isn't it, it's the Dying Light Platinum Edition or something, isn't it? Yeah, so 75% off Humble Bundle, um, the Humble Bundle version of the... Uh, gosh, so many Humble Bundles rolling around in my head. Uh, the Dead Island Definitive, Definitive Collection. That's a pretty solid get, right? Like 75% off? I'd re- if you're gonna, if I'm going to pick one, I'm picking the Capcom one. Well... My thing is, is you're paying for the discount. Yeah, four bucks to save how much money, man? Think about it. <laughs> think about it, Lou. Come on. Did you think? Hey, oh, I, now that I think about it. I would it. think about it if I cared about Dead Island. <laughs> That's oh, the problem, shots right? fired. All right, let's switch it up. Let's switch gears and talk about Robot Chicken airing a Walking Dead special on Adult Swim. Do you think they'll um, have a, a cut to black <clears throat> cliffhanger at the end? Yes. They probably will. Oh, in all seriousness, I think they're gonna. They I think will. they're gonna do it like three times throughout the episode. <laughs> so, are we gonna review this? Like, mm. is it airing? When is it airing? Is it sometime this year? Okay, is all you know. So basically, um, voice casting have yet to be announced. Um, but based on previous episodes of Robot Chicken, at least likely that a few members of The Walking Dead would voice their characters. Um, they're going to be working with Scott Gimple, showrunner, to collaborate with him. So that's pretty cool. We're going to get a stop motion uh, animation treatment for uh, Walking Dead. Oh man, that's going to be so fun. We we have to review it as one of the episodes if it I, airs like outside yeah, no, I, of the Walking Dead. I thought Dead. this was really clever, and I wasn't sure Robot Chicken was still a thing because I haven't watched Adult Swim in huh. years. They've been that's around true. forever. Yeah, yep. go Seth Green. Yeah, that guy. Good for him. Good for him. But no, I mean, it's fun. I like getting different types of Walking Dead content out there, though. So this, and you know, Robot Chicken will give you some good content. So I'm okay with that one. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what we'll see what happens. But well, I think it's time. We've been off for a couple weeks, mostly mm-hmm. due to two me. episodes to talk about. Two episodes of this wonderful show called Fear the Walking Dead. So let's break it down. You have a heavy smile. Why? I'm just a bit sick of it. What? All the killing. (laughs) 
This is new Nicholas. We are just visitors. Our dead, and they are our dead. They have always walked amongst us. Bitch nuts. Um. So. Hmm. <sighs> are we gonna start with uh? uh we well, we should start with ep- the episode five, which I thought was uh was a pretty good episode. Yeah, I liked it. It, it had some interesting moments in it in which um, you're dealing with, um, it's called Captive, so you're dealing with sort of a trade that's going on. Travis and um, what's-her-face is stuck uh, uh, on the uh, the boat island, the boat land. Yep, and they've got that other kid still impaled on that piece of re- metal. Yeah, he's alive for a little bit. He's still yep. kicking around, but he's yeah, he's like a shish kebab on the boat. Did you guys really like it? Or are you trying to get yourselves to like it? I I no, liked the episode. I did. I I didn't hate it like I have some previous episodes. Um, it, it was a a good episode. My gripe is is it did the exact same thing that all villains in Walking Dead do. They impaled this kid. It's pretty obvious he's gonna die if he doesn't get proper medical attention. And what does he do? He taunts them. And taunts them. And then taunts them some more. And it's like, I don't know. That's well, it's, how- what you, it's what you learn in villain school. Luke. Yeah. You always do a monologue that gives away your, your epic plan. Which yeah. he did. He kind of like gave away a lot of a lot of information about his brother and the situation they have on the boat and what they do and the fact that they usually kill people. Like He's not a smart villain because he kind of gives them a reason to, to off him, right? But yep. it, it's another classic... This guy's nuts, and he's nuts. He was nuts before the apocalypse came, but now that the apocalypse is here, his nuts are able to shine for everyone to see. Um. <laughs> so I, I realized what I did there, but I stuck the landing. <laughs> you just you planted it right there, man. You were like, you know what? I'm just going to roll with this line. I knew what I was doing. And no one's going to notice. And no one's going to notice. It's not what? awkward at all. Um, um. <laughs> but he, uh, he, now, Connor, the the guy who's on the, the boat line, or uh, the boat island, or the boat stuck on the land, or whatever. I it's actually, his brother. It's his brother. It's the impaled man's brother. I actually dug him. I thought he had he had some interesting... He was starting to like build a community. Like That was well, his goal. That And then the other thing that irked me was, is, so Alicia is there with them. They've dragged Alicia along, and he's trying to convince alicia to join them in his little weird cult thing that he's got going on here and he tries to convince her that there isn't a place here for her family mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there's some kind of emergency situation that pulls him away from dealing with her and in the meantime that other woman the the pregnant woman it just comes over and just takes the food from her and walks outside and like throws it off the side of the boat I she takes a bite and, and you're like Really? What did that have to do with anything? Why are yeah. you trying to make us hate a pregnant lady? Like, I don't get it. Like, that and was, I get that it. Omaha that, steak. Hmm. And I get that she's supposed to be the bitchy character that, like, you're supposed to. But it, it's, it's almost completely uncalled for because whatever's been going on, it's only been a couple of weeks. It's not like she's been there with Connor for six months, and now he's showing affection towards Alicia. She just met these people herself. But see, Lou, you know what, what you're missing Bright, is is that these people women. were assholes before the apocalypse. No, I get that. I no, get that. Lou, what you guys are both missing is pregnant women can be crazy. Am I right, Ryan? Um, am I right? I'm not. I am I, not am going right? down that. You are on your own with that one. That's like That's, asking. I'm for just emails. kidding. That's what Ryan told me off what? there. Um, <laughs> What I'm no. getting, what I, what I'm, what, yeah, no, it, she's obviously, for some yes. reason, she feels the need to be this character that just, yeah, throwing food over the overboard, like giving her a hard time. And there, if we fast forward a bit to near the end of the episode, finally Alicia's just like, all right, I'm not afraid to push a pregnant lady when she's being mean and threatening my life. Like, you don't push pregnant ladies, and it kind of felt felt bad for the pregnant lady like i, I don't even remember her name i don't feel bad for her at all well yes. i mean you know she might have some issues with that baby here's my problem with the episode just in a nutshell speaking of nuts um mm-hmm. there's <clears throat> it was just filler 
like it just seemed like they didn't have a lot of content, so they made a filler episode because they they bring this giant boat captive thing, and now it's all solved, right? Yeah. It, it it got wrapped up in a nice neat little bow in exactly forty minutes. And my other my other thing is is um did I I may have missed it like the flight four sixty two girl, mm-hmm. where did she go? They just left her there. Okay, so is she done again? Or are we gonna see her again? <laughs> yeah, but that's and that's the thing. Uh, well, she pops back so, up, right? Like that's she ridiculous. She keeps following him around, or is she well, gonna be underneath the boat or something the whole time? Well, there. <laughs> when we catch to the next episode, I think we've seen the last of those people. Because if we haven't, if they show up again, then it's really stupid. Well, who is left? The pregnant lady, Jack, and flight flight girl. Yeah, that's about it. The three of them. Yeah. Now, mind you, they could group up and and go on their own adventures. But the fact that in like fast forward, we know they're going to Mexico, and we well, know we know that we know they're in Mexico as of the next episode. So it would make zero sense for them to have followed them to Mexico. But then right. that's still a wasted opportunity with that whole Flight 462. Like, this character will join the cast. Like, she was in two episodes. That's not joining the cast. That's a guest <laughs> appearance. And what? Can you imagine? All right, we want to cast you for this Flight 462. We're going to put you in Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, great. What do I do? Well, at one point, you uh, get cut off from a boat while you're in a raft. And then you come back in a prison cell, and then they forget about you. Yeah. Like, that's oh, pretty great. lame. Um, so something's going to happen. She probably snuck on the boat or something when they went to Mexico. Who knows? Uh, uh, if that happened, that, I, I, hmm, I don't know. So, so the whole thing with the boats and the captives and people and the exchange thing was pretty cool. But I got to be honest with you, the whole zombie with the bag over his head kind of thing is like, it was I pretty like that. really, I, you know, I thought I would enjoy it, but. I, I kind of was like, eh. I think they did a good job of like pushing him into the brother and all that stuff to make it like you know, kind of more realistic. So I guess I didn't hate it, but at the same time, I was like, so this is it. Like he gets bit by his brother, and Travis all of a sudden has a head of steel and headbutts that guy. <laughs> like, like did you see him headbutt that guy? Yeah, but that looked like it hurt. Like <laughs> holy shit! Like he just like, <laughs> he, like he did a full on like I'm gonna get this guy with my head. But um, <laughs> yeah, like, what, what that we was normally normal. call a head. No. And 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 the other thing that drove me crazy was so Alicia is dealing with that other kid, which I can't remember his name. Jack. Jack, and like she's, you can tell she's totally swindling him because she's buying time till she can figure out a way to get back to her family. Yeah. Right. And us as the viewer know that. And he's just so dumb, headstrong, in love with her that he's doing whatever. And he thinks he's got her convinced that they can leave the group and go off on their own. Mm-hmm. And as soon as her mother goes, hey, get down here, right? And she goes to jump and he gives, he's like, why? And it's like, because yeah. your family may have been crappy, but her family's looked out for her since this zombie thing happened. Why would he she stay with you when all you've done and told her you've done is con people into getting hijacked by your friends? But, yeah, she but, basically, and he basically admitted to her in the episode that there was never a plan to take them to land. Like yeah. He admitted to them, like, oh, yeah, we were going to basically, basically, we were going to kill your people. But the thing and, is, like, have you guys ever been a teenager in love? No, never. Oh. Well, no, I just, really. I, I like to think that, you know. He I've always been like, bitter at Jaded. <laughs> I was in love with Lou as a teenager. Oh, and it okay. didn't work out well for me. Did you write for AMC alongside him? <laughs> no, I just think um, it just if you're going to introduce these bad guys, make them the bad guy for the entire first season. You're you know looking, what I mean? You're, yeah, you're looking for the bad guy of the season. And the bad guy of the first season was the army. And I think they really set that up really nicely, even though – but we it was a good season. Like it, it, it was, was a good short season, and and I feel like in this one they're making the enemy. It's it's all over the place. The setting and and no, it's not the setting though. Because if this show right now was about the zombie outbreak, that would be ideal. Well, no, <laughs> but it's not. They're making the the bad guy be like the different Everyone? ways the apocalypse affects people. No, they're making the bad guy everywhere they go. It's basically turning into Walking Dead 2.0. Like, there's just at this point of the show, I would just rather see them trying to survive against zombies, not well, crazy well, mothers and crazy okay. and mothers. And, and and I'm gonna say the same thing I've been saying since this show began. 
-hmm. I want it to be about the zombies. It's the beginning of the problems. Yes, there can be human-on-human conflict, Mm. but it should not be the source of the dilemma the entire season. This just happened, and it seems like everybody has already decided, oh, yeah, you killed the zombies, and we're all just going to go crazy now. And it's happened, like, literally overnight. Because they have done a very bad job of explaining how long this timeline is. Well, you know, and I will say this. They, there are some good moments where... Um, I liked the trade. I thought that was a, that was a cool no, moment. No, it was the highlight of the episode. Well, no, yeah. I was going to say there are some good moments that show that some humanity is still around. Like, um, the, like Nick talking to L- Linda, L- Celia... Um, yeah, this is the next like, episode. Yeah, but I mean, there's there are still moments in conversations like that, even in this episode, like what's good and what's bad. Um, it's just one of those things. Like, this, I just wish it was more focused on. This, there's something else I think we can all agree on. I think Chris's character needs to go. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, he. Um, and and this is get so episode five wraps up with basically everyone getting back on the boat and hunky dory. Let's all go. To yeah, Mexico. and and let's not just spoil the fact that the kid that was dying with the skewer—that's not what killed him. Oh, Chris took him out because Chris is a dink. Yeah, and and he, not only is he a dink, but he does it realizes he fucked the plan up, and then literally is like, "But what did you want me to do?" Like that's kind of his attitude was like, "But, but." He changed. And it's like, no, he didn't. He was yelling at you five seconds before you put a bullet in his face. There's no way he changed. It's it's almost like I don't understand it. And as a as a new parent, maybe I'm just like, oh, I, I don't know anything because I, I don't even have to yell at my baby. I just like, you know, change his diaper and it's like, oh, he's happy. He's happy now. And like he doesn't do anything yeah. wrong. He doesn't he doesn't fuck up a trade. You know, it's not a big deal. But this kid is obviously like shouting out for help and nobody seems to want to like address that issue. They just kind of keep Madison. Well, no, like she's going about it the whole like stepmother way and like yeah, not... no, no, I agree. I agree. She's just not doing it right and all it takes is the ability to kind of sit the kid down, figure out what the hell's wrong with them and address it. But no, they just keep they keep battling each other, like, oh, there's nothing wrong with them, blah, 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 blah. But there's clearly something wrong with this kid. And and that's why I, I'm really starting to like Travis and and kind of move farther away from Madison. And that Travis is like, okay, well, what if something's wrong with him? What do you want to do? We're a team. And she's just like, I've got to protect Alicia. And then she walks out of the room. And I'm like, you two aren't even like acting like you're in a relationship anymore. I don't understand it. Like I, I don't have much. There, there, there is no communication, and the fact that he didn't want to listen to her to begin with was kind of like. But he came around though. He was upset. Like he, she yeah. was just accusing his son of killing yeah. his his uh, his his girlfriend, and and that to me, uh-huh. like of course that that would be a really quick like gut reaction. Like no way he would ever do that. You're wrong. Because that's your son. But then he eventually comes around to her way of thinking and saying, like, well, what if something is wrong with him? How do you want to deal with it? You know? It's so stupid, though. It, like, it, well, it, 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 it's well, what's ri- stupid about it? I don't like this whole, like, so he froze when Madison was getting attacked by a zombie and the daughter had to save him. Then he gets all paranoid about it and says, don't tell anyone. Then he sneaks into their room yeah. and gets they're sleeping. Knife. What's what's the plan there? Like, are you gonna murder them both? Like, why? And like, he acts like <clears throat> maybe he wasn't going in there to murder them, but he picks up a knife, and I think we all saw that coming. Like, the shot's gonna wake them up, and he's gonna be standing over them with a knife. Did you guys see that coming? Yeah. Oh yeah. As so soon as predictable. He went in there. Yeah. But it's like, what's the plan? Like, what are you doing? Do you actually want to kill her? Do you want her to die? Do you want everyone? To, like, that's. My problem is it just it just seems like such a stupid thing that um we don't really need to be dealing with like it just seems like extra drama right now for the show. And now yeah. he's going to go missing the next episode. They're not going to be find Chris and they're going to have to go out and look for Chris and it's going to put them in danger and hopefully Chris dies. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I think I, and I won't. The other thing too is, is I don't think that that kid's a very good actor. I I think he's playing the character that they want to portray. He's just not written very well. Yeah, he's acting it perfectly. I think it's fine. I think he's acting like you hate him and whatever. Yeah. But it just it just seems like such a stupid plot device right now is to add a kid that. Does he want to kill his mother and stepsister that, like, last season you thought he wanted to bang his stepsister? You know? I don't know if you guys remember that, but there was I some do. weirdness oh, yeah. going on. There was some weirdness, yeah. Uh, and, and I don't and know. Even, and it even has been addressed in this season a couple of times where, like, he flirts with her and she's kind of like, yeah, I, uh, uh. <laughs> Buddy, that was so season one ago. Um, it's, yeah. um, it's, it's just weird. Uh, this episode especially kind of felt like it was all over the place. And you have well, you Luis just, dying, <laughs> which is unfortunate because I thought he was really cool. I thought he was an interesting character, and I saw. I thought we for sure we were gonna get him, them getting into Mexico, and him becoming a problem. And the I fact liked his they, character, and the fact that they killed him off so quick made you go, "Oh wait, well this is a strange turn of events." Yeah, it was actually something I didn't see coming. Yeah, considering they were going to meet his mommy. Yeah. Um, the the weird and, thing of so the other thing I just want to say real quick is like I'm watching this episode right, and I didn't pick up on it right away because they're all in church doing what they're doing, and then all of a sudden they all start bleeding out of their eyeballs, and I'm like, what? Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, a little weird. Like, it was really weird, and I didn't get it, and I was like, wait a minute, so is the disease spreading? What the hell is going right? so on? You're, you're yeah. watching a show about a zombie appocalypse, and all of a sudden people's eyes are bleeding, and you go. That never happened. That was Why? a cool moment, though. Once you kind of connect what was happening and the way the priest was saying, like, you brought this on to us. This is your fault. And you're like, huh? Like, what did he do? Is the virus, is there some sort of, like, airborne sickness that right? goes along the, well, in he Mexico? Looked at his, he looked at his Ford truck, I thought. And I was like, I don't think the emissions would do it that quick. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like what? I, think, I, know, I know there's exhaust fumes, but. Global warming. <laughs> but um it was and one then, of those things. And, and yeah. then later on in the episode when we get the connection that Luis's mother poisoned them all. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's that's I, when you're like, okay. And, and, and here's the it. here's the thing uh about this subplot. I thought this would be really interesting, especially at the very start. They're showing um a congregation during mass talking about the state of the world and fighting back and talking about their idea of where god is and where heaven is and all this in place of what is going on that's interesting never addressed on the walking dead or anything this is a it's just it's the first time we've ever had a chance to really look at it Um, and then what am i forgetting something father gabriel yeah but that comes after (laughs) right like he that's after after i'm talking about the the start of it like father gabriel you're right that's worth mentioning but he no, actually, that's a no, really good point. No, I, that's a really I, good get, p- I get what you're saying, though. We're yeah. seeing this whole, like, faith being tested thing yeah, in the you're beginning seeing of it. faith being tested at the very beginning when people are, like, freaking out and not sure what to do and saying, like, well, is there a God if this is happening? That sort of stuff. And I thought that was really interesting. And then they basically kill everybody in the room. And I'm like, oh, that was a quick reset button. And yeah. then you find out that another religious person killed all the religious people because the religious people wanted to kill so the zombies. So and the zombies it, that were locked up, right? That's who they wanted to kill? Yeah, they thought that they needed to take out the people, the the, the zombies, because if not, they were going to eventually overwhelm them. Also, I want to go back to something just real quick, because yeah. it kind of irked me. Sure. They got away from those boat cops awfully quick. Well, yeah, they let right? them go. They even explained, like, <laughs> what's on land will kill us kind of thing. Which is like, well, what's the point in having boats out in the ocean then? If you're just going to let them go through. And, and, and also, as someone who has been on Coast Guard bases and been on Coast Guard boats and has uh, has family in the Navy, um, most of those boats are usually bounded with a 50 cal machine gun. Uh, it would have taken them nothing to just eat that boat to pieces. Well, you know what, though, Lou? <laughs> no, <laughs> then they wouldn't kidding. have been a show. Um, my, I'm, you know what I'm kind of hoping secretly? And it's not going to be a secret once I say it. Oh. I kind of want to see, like, a Mexican cartel involvement in all this. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that we wouldn't see that, that by the end cool, of the season. Though? Wouldn't that be kind of cool, though? Like, what if the Mexican cartels like, paying the government to keep people out of Mexico? You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's 
it's to me it's like um you're watching it and like so you meet this this lady and right away you know she's not right because she's like oh yeah if he wasn't shot in the head he'll find his way home um and then <laughs> salazar <laughs> he just yeah because when there was one point where she asked him if he was shot in the head and he was like no <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm starting to really come around on that character because he's sort like of the—he's the the smart man who kind of sees what the world well, is. And, in, and, in the and right not way. only that, but we're now beginning to see his flashbacks. Like you saw, there's a flashback of him. He's holding back the zombie child, and he's having flashbacks of a child he killed. Yeah, back wherever they came from. Mm-hmm. And when you see it, you go, "Oh, I get why he is so disturbed. He wasn't just a soldier." And he didn't just torture people. He feels remorse and guilt for the yeah. children that he killed. You, and you, yeah. you you put more pieces of his character together. And I thought, right. thought that was interesting. I, I do like his uh, character. I, I think sometimes it's a little too smart. Yeah. I think he's a little too much for the group sometimes. I, I wish he was sometimes a little out there with the rest of them. Mm. Um, it just seems like he always knows what to do and always has the right answer. Well, and, and not only that... But he knows what to do and how to answer it, but he doesn't know how to communicate it to the rest yeah, of Yeah, he's them. not very good at communicating, uh, and I well, think yeah. that's just more his character. There's a point where he figures out that she's poisoning them. And, and he doesn't tell anybody. And yeah. he's like, you killed them all. And she's like, no, you did. And he went, oh, shit, I did? And that was it. Like <laughs> He was just like, did I really? Well, this is still the point where they're questioning, which to me, I logically... I, or I don't understand the reasoning behind ever thinking that that the the walkers are are still quote unquote savable and alive because they look they're pretty not. brutal to me like they're pretty beaten up. But then again, yeah, maybe. I, no, well, here's, I, the, here's I mean, the other thing. Go ahead. I'm gonna say if they were recently bit, oh yeah, maybe there's a way to immediately reverse the thing. But when you see somebody and their intestines are hanging out, I don't care what you believe. I've never seen magic that brings somebody back and has their intestines put back inside them. Uh, yeah. Like I can watch the wrong TV. But then if, other, if they're like some sort of voodoo cult, like maybe they believe that the spirit is tr- still trapped and by killing them it doesn't like fix it. Like, there's, there could be all sorts of things. Well, my other question is Strand. Yeah. Um, finally meets up with uh, Tomas. Tomas. Um, who's unfortunately been bit and is going oh, to die. Tomas. Yeah. Um, but does Strand know she's poisoning everyone? I think she he does now. He Be- brought well, her. The, he brought her the. She brought him the wafer so that he could die with Thomas. Well, yeah, and he said, "How long does it take?" And I'm wondering if he meant how long does the poison take, but I don't know. Like it's That's just... what he meant. That's what he meant. So, like, he knows that. So, like, so she's basically like, hey, do you want to die with him? And he's like, yeah, okay. And obviously he changed his mind, thank God, because I was like, if Strand dies, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> yeah. It's but... like they're killing off their best characters, right? They got rid of Luis. They got rid of uh, – it looked like they Tomas. were going to get rid of uh... – uh, yeah, Tomas was yeah. a cool character. He was cool, yeah, and uh, they were gonna get. It looked like they were gonna get rid of Strand, but Strand's Strand probably Ooh. knew that his uh, his partner was a little more religious or culty or whatever the hell they're doing there with the owls. So right. he probably figured, I'll go along with it. I'll pretend that I'm going to take the the poison Eucharist, and I'll uh, you know I'll lay by you while you turn, and we'll turn together. And I think he did that no, I- to comfort. Too no, much, I think but... his I think his original plan was to take it and die. Hey, so? And I think at the last minute he thought about it and went, "Wait, why am I going to die here? Isn't the point to 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 fight on?" Yeah. And and not only that, but think about all the people he just helped get to this place and she was just about to have them both poison each other. What's going to happen to his newfound friends after he's dead? Yeah, I just, I don't know where the show's going. Like, if they are trying to introduce a baddie, like... It's going to be, it's going to be Luis's mother. Oh, there's no way Cecilia lasts past the mid-season finale. It's an uh, old lady with the poison uh, no, bread no, 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 no. wafers. No, no, no. She's just throwing it at to, people. You have to remember, she is, no. she is supposed to be, like, Thomas's helper. Right. Like she's watched the family for years, and Thomas is like the last of the family line of whatever this vineyard or this grove that they grow. They're growing stuff. Okay. And now that he's dead, she's in charge now. 
Yeah, of what? Like, I mean, there's, I'm sure we're going to find out, but... There's people that work there. They, look, there's tons of people that work there. And they seem to do her bidding. So if she thinks that anybody that dies needs to go into the basement, they're going to do what she says. Well, how is she going to react when she finds out, finds out that Tomas has been shot? She's going to want to kill them all and make them zombies. Okay, fine. So she's a weird culty lady. She poisoned lady. the Bizzoli? Um Oh, I don't think so. No, I, another character that I do really like is Nick, though. Yeah. Uh, he's but grown then, more and more on me every episode. But then, he's my they, favorite character. They throw him under the bus at the end of the episode. With him talking, or is it, uh, is, it, is it in the end of the episode, or is it is a preview, where he's talking to Cecilia about, he's like, I don't want to do the killing anymore, which is fine. I was cool with that. I understand it. But then she says, well, they're not really dead, are they? And, and she yeah, says... Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Those are the conversations that I like seeing. You know, is humanity still around, you know, weeks after this? But that was in the season six. He was talking to her about it. Um, but Just there don't... was... There were previews from the next episode where he's doing the same thing, where he's walking around in zombie guts amongst all the walkers. So, I don't know. To me... We're we're basically in Herschel's farm all over again. I think Lou said that, it in this, the, in this slack chat, but yeah, th- that's exactly where it's it's Herschel's farm all over again. But why? And like, it makes no sense. They did this spinoff to do other stories. Why are they doing the same stories? Because I think it's a different team doing the writing, and I don't think they're communicating with the other team. Th- no, it, what it's just... the farm was five years ago, like. Are right. they stuck under a cave or something? No, I just think that it's it's one of those things where you what else do you do in this situation? How do you make a bad person how do you make someone how do you show someone's crazy in this world? You lock up why they did it with a the governor, they did it with a farm. Yeah. They'll do I, it with this. It's just It's less crazy for them because it's so close to the apocalypse <clears throat> starting. It was almost more far fetched for Herschel to do it. Right. So I guess it's easier to kind of like let this slide. And I'm sure a lot of people were doing it with loved ones like in the start, just thinking like when someone gets sick, you don't like write them off. You like try to get them to feel better. And if you yeah. don't know the cure, you make sure they don't hurt anybody else. And I can understand that. But at the same time, would we still be watching this if it wasn't Walking Dead? Like if it was just like a zombie show? Z Nation? Sure. Um,. <clears throat> that's why I was saying you guys really like the episode because I, the last few episodes, I've just been kind of drawing more and more out of it. I was really hoping it was something that it's not. I don't know if season two will change that. I don't know if the second half of season two, or season, sorry, season two. I don't know if the second half of season two will change that. But I, I will say right now that as for the second season, I now have characters I care about. I like Nick. Nick I like Travis. Yeah. I like Salazar. Uh, Alicia has grown on me as a character, even though she's done a few dumb things. Yeah, like she's uh, she's not bad. She's actually she's grown not as she's character. she's not a whiny, screechy kid like she was in the first season. That is just uh, even she drove Salazar's me crazy. daughters, daughters, uh, Ophelia. Yeah, like, even I, she's she's like good. I like these characters. I I I, lo- I it's just. The situations they keep getting put in are just more ridiculous than next. And I feel, and and not just that, but I feel like we're moving really fast. Like they're trying to get this show caught up with Walking Dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the first season of Walking Dead, we had a couple of mini scenarios. Uh, Like the whole first season, it ends with the CDC. But before that, there was how do we get into Atlanta and rescue our people? How do we get our guns back? And then we end up in the CDC. And then when they left the CDC, it was like, we end up on Herschel's farm. We spend half the season on Herschel's farm. And then the 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 outbreak in the disaster of Herschel's farm happens the second half of the season. Then there's the prison. We get a first half of the seasons in the prison. Then we meet the governor. And then there's the virus outbreak thing that happens. We get a whole bunch of stories, but it's all contained to a season. And it feels like in this one, it's like every episode is like a mini season. Yeah. 
And they're not doing a very good job of telling us their stories because as soon as they tell us something, it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter because like they have with the last few episodes, this character's going to die by the end of the episode anyway, so why should I invest in this new character they just got met? He's gonna, they're going to move from this scenario or that person is going to die in the next 20 minutes. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just, I want this show, I want it so desperately to be as good as the walking dead and it's still it's still a really good show in comparison to a lot of the other zombie stuff we have to we we do consume it's i'd say it's the second best zombie content you can watch right now like that's that's an that's my honest opinion i i agree my my thing is is when you're putting a situation like they're they're in where like it's I can't remember how many of them are. Let's say there's eight of them. There's eight of them working together to stay alive. It makes you bond. It does not break mm. you apart. And at every turn, they uh, someone like Chris just blames everybody else for his problems. Yeah. Well, and Chris is a tool. Fe- like, let's well, and it, fe- and it feels forced. And it's just... They should be working together, not against each other at this point. The enemy shouldn't be within. The enemy should be without. We've been, we went through the enemy within the first season where they didn't trust each other and they were stuck in that house together. And it made sense. It doesn't make sense for them to be doing that halfway through the second season. They've been through enough that they should trust each other. It has to be about zombies. <laughs> exactly. I can't get over that. It's the beginning of the apocalypse. It has to be people freaking out because there's zombies around and they have to figure out how to survive against masses of zombies now that the outbreak's really starting to take over. Um, they should be fighting to survive while the government's blowing the shit out of everything. And right now it's just one bad guy after the next bad guy and how do we deal with this situation and how do we end it? Because, like, let's do the captives on the boat. Let's do, you know, all sorts of stuff. The only real episode that I thought was great was the, the zombie crabs one. Um, yeah. Because they were fighting against zombies and they got overrun by zombies, you know, <clears throat> and that was cool. But it's just, it's too much right now. And I, I love the characters like you do. I think they're great characters and I want to see them progress. But I do not want to see bad guy after bad guy right now. I just want, yeah. you know, I just want some zombie content, not just family drama. Like, my stepson wants to kill me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just yeah. I, I think that um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to resolve that whole Chris drama because one of two things. Are, no, like, it's they not. Can't, they kill can't him. just kill him. Kill him. Yes, they can. No, you guys are just no. you guys no. are just. Here's the deal: they kill him, and now Travis has to come with to terms with the fact that both his wife and his son have died, Excellent. and it's going to change his character. You know what you do? You kill him but make him heroic at the end. He saves Madison and jumps in front of a zombie or something, a speeding zombie. Um, That's what you do. You redeem him and then you you set him free. Um, Yeah. It'll happen. It'll probably happen. But I'd I'd rather have that happen than deal with this kid picking up knives and looking at his mom's stepmom sleeping. It's just weird to me. It's just family it drama that we did, don't need. It didn't mean make sense for him to even go there. He knows that peep, they don't trust him. He knows that it made no sense for him to go in the room. And then it made even less sense for him to pick up the knife. Yeah. I think he's just nuts, guys. You guys are... Um, he's crazy. And, they, well, and they're not going to take care of him. He's just going to continue to exist. Well, is he going to be this show's Shane? Yeah, the show doesn't have the balls to get rid of him. I'm yes. predicting that right now. I think season, they do. So, season finale this Sunday. It's mid-season finale. Do we lose anyone in the group? Yes. Chris? Yeah. No. I'm going to go with Chris. You're just, just that's just wishful thinking on your part. I don't think it'll be Chris. Going with it anyway. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think if I think if the show has any qualms, they're going to kill Madison or Travis? No, but I don't think I don't think they will. But if they really wanted to sh- to to make you go, damn, that's what they would do. I think they're gonna Salazar is gonna gonna, nope. gonna he's too smart, and they're gonna it's they're that's the first person to take out that or Strand just because he's no 
<laughs> I, I know I'm predicting like good characters that we want to keep around, but in terms of their deaths, like that would affect the group more so. And I think Strand could fall just based on the fact that he just killed Thomas and uh, he, he's already not well liked by those people. So well, we only got a little while to wait for the midseason finale. I guess we'll just have a judgment on the first half when it's all wrapped up. But yeah. uh, quick little warning here, and mm. I, I saw you put it in the chat, but um, wee, wee. The Walking Dead has filmed season seven, the death scene that we've all known to come to know. Um, <laughs> nuts. Um, <laughs> so careful out there, guys. If you don't like spoilers, there's there's going to be leaks out there somewhere. It well, hasn't uh, also, leaked yet. Also, I, I do want to talk about something I think I posted in our chat. Would that be considered a spoiler, though? I know what you're going to talk about. It's the yeah. car crash thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Would that be considered like a spoiler or... I don't know. I well, don't know. Okay, let's look at it this way. The fact that this is season seven's death scene, they have reported that everybody that was um, involved in the cliffhanger did is report they... for duty, was yep. on scene, and um, even after they had quote-unquote filmed it. It was filmed uh, on a closed set, so the yep. only people that know what happened were, were on set. And yep. obviously that doesn't stop leaks from happening. All that said... Shortly after this news post, there was another article that that Lou is referencing. So I'm just preparing everybody. I don't think it's a spoiler. So go ahead, Lou. So the spoiler is uh, both Daryl and Glenn were out on the road together in a vehicle, and they found somebody's car on fire and on the side of the road in a car crash, and they helped out the crash victims, and they stayed there until uh, an ambulance came. But... Both Glenn and Daryl were in the same vehicle at the same time, and they're the two characters that we were led to believe were possibly dead at the end of the last episode, the season finale. I think my prediction is is that whoever died at the beginning of the season, uh, right up until uh, October, mid October, when they when they actually reveal who it was, they just have hired them on as like catering help. Like we'll so pay a little extra saying, and stick around. And serve but them. you're saying you're saying that Glenn and Daryl were there to help a person in real life. Yes. Not filming anything. No. No. That's not a spoiler, though. That's not... I mean, they're just... But if one of them is dead, sure, they filmed one episode. Would they still be in Atlanta together doing stuff? If... And they've both got other projects going on. It doesn't make sense for them to both still be hanging out there. They're not both still alive. But there's also rumors like Norman Reedus said that he wants his character to get more screen time. So that means killing off Glenn or Abraham. And, you know, you got people like they're doing this. They're going, well, if you look at where Glenn is sitting in the in the run of people, there's two rocks to the either side of him. And then when we go to the point of view screen, you can see those two rocks, which means it's Glenn. Like there is so much out there. I, right stopped, I stopped analyzing. I don't care. But when I saw this l- article and I thought it was funny because it made me go, huh, Maybe they did just kill off Abraham. <laughs> well, even if they did, like to me, it's still. I still think that you have rap parties. I think you have, you know, stuff that you're still going to do. And I think they're going to hire the person that got killed to be on set while they're filming. I At do. At least for part of it. Oh, I think. I, I think they're going to like whoever is killed. Hmm. I think will be on set during the entire filming of season seven. Yeah, you don't you don't end with that kind of cliffhanger and not protect it in every way possible. Like just by, right. like cheap. Like oh, this person hasn't been on set for three months, so that's the person that died and uh, whatever. And I, I'm curious did they uh, did they step away from Comic Con? Did they do that or is that not a thing? They do Comic Con, so they do. So they do San Diego Comic Con. Would you think that just to get a, ahead of the spoilers, that they kind of just confirm who it was and maybe show that scene? No, you don't think so. You think they're going to just carry this right through October? Yeah, yep. Ah, it's and I and, 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 That's and dumb. I and I think when we get our trailer for the mid mid season, it we're going to get a shot of Rick, Carl, Michonne, and. That's going to be about what we get. I think it'll just be Negan focused, Negan and the Saviors, and that's it. Yeah, just yep, some Negan background. Yeah. Um, whatever. I I am not in any rush to get to October. I've got lots of things to enjoy for the next couple months. So. 
Yeah, let's let's not talk about that. I just wanted to make sure everyone was aware you might see some leaks at some point yeah, here. Don't go to the Walking Dead subreddit because they are ravenous fans and will spoil the shit out of it as soon as it leaks. <laughs> but those episode recaps. Those episode uh, recaps. Sure, those episode recaps. Okay. All right, so we got some feedback from our listeners, don't we, Ryan? Yeah, Before we, we get do. out of here. It's a, it's a beefy section, so let's rush right into it. Edward Belcher left a comment on our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com, about Fear the Walking Dead. Still loving the podcast, but not Fear the Walking Dead so much. They either need to make the boat interesting and eventful or get off the damn boat. The last two get episodes- off the boat. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't really help much. Uh, yeah. The last two episodes were getting better, but still stink. By the way, where is all the fuel coming from? That thing must have a tanker following it that we have not seen yet. Uh, I believe they they mentioned it sort of uses water. And no, it's electrically charged. No, no, no. Okay, no. A boat that big, um, the tanks in them are designed to last. You could probably go a day and a half to three days without refueling, if you unless you went full speed. They did and mention that, that it had fuel, right? Like, yeah. That was a point of uh, a point of the plot. Well, okay, so yeah, they have a tanker. They fill up when they can, but I don't think they were in the boat long enough to require a, a, a fill up because they did mention that they were conserving fuel and they're now in the, at their destination. So, yeah. Uh, up next, we have uh, uh, oh, man. We learned how to pronounce this, but uh, I think it was towel, 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 towel. Towel, thank you. Oh, yeah, Towel from Australia? Yeah, yeah. He uh, he has a beefy one, so we're going to get through this. We'll take it in chunks. Fear the Walking Dead. I think it's okay. And Ryan and Lou give it such a hard time, it's like the Telltale Games all over again. Having Bob around to defend the show has been a blessed relief. Okay, Oops. it's not as good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, it's not as good as uh, The Walking Dead Prime. I'm still believing it'll stick, Ryan. But considering yeah. what a difficult job the writers have, I think they are doing okay. Think of how many failed spinoffs there have been. In fact, I challenge you to name a successful spinoff of anything outside of Happy Days and its various offshoots. It hasn't it hasn't happened in a long time. Oh, please. You got like you got Better Call Saul. Yeah, Better Call Saul's a good one. Um friggin Better Call Saul's a good one. What about what about uh, Arrow and Flash? Would you consider that a spinoff? Yeah. Uh yeah, you could do I guess I mean that's kind of same it. universe. Yeah, it's a stretch. Frasier. That was a spinoff of Cheers, right? Yep, that yeah. went longer than Cheers did, I think. Yeah, so there. There's a couple right there for you. Yeah. Well. Yeah. CSI think, Miami. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, I think writing scripts where you are aware of a working formula but trying to create something new must be incredibly difficult, and I can see how the characters they've put in there match that purpose. They aren't great, but hey, didn't we all think Carol was a weak character at the beginning of Prime? I think mm-hmm. we need to give them time to develop both characters and tell a new story. Um, yeah, I I kind of agree in that, you know, Carol was kind of meh at the beginning, and she's evolved into something more interesting, uh, if not more annoying at points. She's a big spot of controversy for the show, though, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. A lot of its character development. Torchwood was pretty good, too, actually, now that I think about it. And, and you know, Tal goes on to say that uh, Lou's comments about the whole hospice-slash-gun-stealing point from Prime Season 1, those moments are missing from the show. And then mm-hmm. also agreeing with whoever had mentioned that there's a real opportunity that they completely skipped over in, in not showing the, more of the descent into the mad world, which I, yeah, missed opportunity. Instead, they just go become a small loner group and running into others so quickly. It's like an others of the week so far is how it's been doing. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, and then he goes on to say that he, you know, he cut it a little bit of slack until they get into the wider world. But even when they get to Mexico, which we've seen, they, it still slips into that, like, enclosed community of awful people. Uh, and he wraps up the email by saying the lack of communication between these people who have given, who have chosen to rely on each other is so frustrating. I'll grant you that, which is a point, Lou, that you had made. So yeah, solid breakdown. And finally, so glad to hear Ryan was tired last week. I have two babies and live in a perpetual gray haze. I don't know how he managed to get games played. Thanks for your time and keep up the brilliant work. Tell. Uh, yeah, last week I was egg exhausted. Uh, but I survived. <laughs> I pictured an egg on your head. Yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't defend the show this week. <laughs> next week, I, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Let's all try to be a little more positive next I'll week. I'll try towel. Total. 
It'll be our last Teal? Fear the Walking Dead. I mean, thing I'll, I'll be the first to say I didn't hate this last episode. I didn't love it. It was okay. Hmm. It's just it felt very predictable. Yeah. Everything that I thought was going to happen kind of happened. And I mean, the twist with the church was kind of interesting. And then when I figured out that she poisoned him, I went, okay, she's going to be the bad guy for the next few episodes. <laughs> right. But she's not, uh, she's not as menacing as, you know. It's well, I think that's what, I think that that's church. what, I think that that's what's going to be, make her scary in the next few episodes. We'll see. I think she's a little old grandma. I just need to push her over. That's cute. That, that's the solution. Just hammer, hammer, eat, eat my wafer. No. Yeah. Shit. Oh, <laughs> man. My plan's been foiled. It's been, it's been ruined. Eat my wafer. <laughs> remember, remember, they all gave up their weapons. I thought you were going to say wafer again. <laughs> they all gave up their wafer. Uh, <laughs> did, uh, did even Salamander give up his weapon? Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Well, how are they ever going to battle the the wafers? <laughs> how are they going to battle the wafer giving? Uh, I could just imagine funny. her being like this, like super ninja, and she just like chucks wafers and just goes in your mouth, and you're like, "Oh shit, Someone, I swallowed it." You no, know, Travis goes to talk. He's like, "Listen," and he's just like, "No, oh, no, she wafered him." The body of Christ compels you. you know? It's like what? <laughs> this is the best superpower ever. Yeah. Just, I have the ability to throw poison wafers in your mouth. Poison Jesus crackers. It's just, what that'd be is a really, happening? That'd be a really boring episode if next week they had to go, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Actually, that would help. I don't want to hear Chris talk here, again. Here comes the airplane. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. So, <clears throat> all right. We should probably get out of here. <laughs> Enough wafer talk. Yeah. Um, sorry to put everyone through that, but Ryan. What? What should we do? We should ask the busy zombie lord a question. Do we have a soundbite right. for that yet? You keep oh. saying that. I'm going to do... Get a stick and punch him in the head. Perfect. All right. Lou, are you comfortable? I'm as comfortable as I'm going to be. So uh, Tao sent in a bunch of them, so I'm going to start with one, and we'll save the rest for future weeks, but... Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, if no. a wafer comes flying at you at 40 miles an hour no, <laughs> and you're traveling in the opposite direction <laughs> at 30 miles per hour how soon does the wafer hit the back of your head <laughs> anyways um, it, 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 like, please don't let that be my question <laughs> yeah math this late uh, is it true that zombies can't move in freezing temperatures Is this is sort of suggested in world war z but undermined in dead snow although are they really zombies and uh, in sort of a related question, since the White Walkers from Game of Thrones are reanimated bodies that are very difficult to kill, are they zombies? And can we expect Game of Thrones coverage on Zamp anytime soon? Uh, I don't think you'll be seeing Game of Thrones covered on Zamp anytime soon. Uh, as technically as the White Walkers are walking dead people, I wouldn't really classify them as zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, as for <laughs> Dead Snow, Dead Snow is kind of a parody and, a, and, and, and it's humorous. So the fact that they're Nazi zombies wandering around in the snow is just more of a gag than it is serious. It's mm-hmm. not really a serious film. Um, when it comes to zombies in the snow and the freezing weather um you have to think of a zombie as a cold-blooded animal uh lizards themselves are cold-blooded hence one of the reasons why you do not see them in colder climates is they can't keep warm so it would make them harder to move and while they're still dead their tissue would probably freeze faster than a a living Mm. living organism Mm-hmm. Solid science. You just science the shit. Out of yeah, that you. Oh, I almost dropped some stuff. Um, yeah, good answer. Good answer. I agree. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. Okay, I'm ready now. You ready for the? I'm ready for the end. Yes. Yeah. Ryan, take it away. All right. Starting from the top, we want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. If you want to support the show, head over there, pledge your support, and just make the show generally awesomer than it already is. That's a fact. Uh, <laughs> we're also on Alpha Geek Radio Channel 1 Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern when we do record live, which we try to do every week. You know, we're doing it right now. It's great. But you can also tune in on Channel 3, 24-hour 
a day, 24 hours a day, where our archives are played. Finally, go to zombiesatemypodcast.com for all our episodes, archive, and other links like our email, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, Google Plus us, if that's what you're into. That's cool. We don't judge. You can also follow individual hosts on Twitter, at rmurphy for myself, Lou at BusyZombieLord, and Bob at BobertF. Finally, a shout-out to Joel Duggan for the amazing artwork. You can find more of his stuff at joelduggan.com. Com. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been a long, fun episode, but <clears throat> I gotta say, it's time to quit. Lou, any last words? Zombies can't live in the snow. That's mm. true, unless you feed them wafers. <laughs>